We've been waiting a long time for the SDK and it's here. Hi, I'm Ian Thane. Welcome to SAP Code Talk. I'm really pleased to have Andreas Slosher with me on the call. Andreas, thank you for joining me. Hey, Ian, my pleasure. My name is Andreas Schlosser. I'm the chief product owner of the SDK. I've been working on this product for the last year or so, probably even a bit more. And I'm excited as you that we eventually have it out there and we can talk a bit now about all the good stuff that we are shipping to developers today. Excellent. We first met out each other, as say, over a year ago now, which is good. So let's get straight into the subject. So tell me what's in the SDK. Yeah, so, I mean, what is it? So when you download the SDK, you'll get a, a bundle of, of tools and frameworks and stuff that helps you building iOS applications using our, our frameworks. So you'll get a couple libraries with the SDK you, uh, to, to write Swift applications in Xcode using Xcode and Interface Builder to design all your enterprise applications. We'll have a couple of tools coming with the SDK um, that help to generate some classes to consumer data services, to ins inspect offline or database, uh, offline databases for OData stuff. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and there's also a macOS application called the Assistant that helps you generating scaffolding for enterprise applications, which is a really cool tool to get started with the SDK. So I do really recommend whenever you download the SDK and, and you want to do something with it, the first thing you should try out is start the Assistant, click through it. It'll take only a couple of minutes, and you'll have a first working application that you can run on simulator or on phone uh, that uses the SDK and that showcases some of the new UI controls as well as foundation controls and the data consumption tools that we are shipping with the SDK. I would actually totally second that thought. Uh, one of the best things uh, when I've been working with the, the SDK uh, over the last few months is actually the assistant. And it's fantastic when you get that final app there and you're getting that OData on the, on the, uh, on the actual device itself. It's pretty cool. So what can I do with the foundation framework of the SDK? Let's delve a little bit deeper. Yeah, so let's do that. So, um, the, the foundation framework is is one of the four or five frameworks that you actually receive when you download the SDK. And the foundation, we cover the essentials of what you always need to do when you want to build enterprise applications, but you would rarely want to do uh, yourself because you want to focus with whatever scenario you're, you're building. So the, the purpose of this foundation framework is that it allows you to build apps easily that hook into SAP Cloud Platform and that connect to mobile services that are running on Cloud Platform and consume the services through the cloud. The foundation framework helps establishing a secure network connection. It helps uh, implementing the authentication. Uh, so there's uh, support for SAML and OAuth and basic auth and certificates, all the stuff that Cloud Platform provides. So you can build applications doing all that stuff without you know, reading hours on the OAuth protocol and how that stuff works. So that's really a big value to get started and to get over this initial hump initially. Um, more stuff that you will eventually need when you build applications, there's support to build native push into your applications, which is a feature that you will want to use. Um, there's uh, support to, to produce logs, to, to upload logs to the server, so all this enterprise supportability 
functionality that you will want to build into your application. All that stuff is foundation framework, and all that stuff is, is there and ready to use. It usually only takes a couple lines of code um, to consume the APIs to initialize all that stuff, and then you should be ready to go, and you should be able to focus on building the actual app itself and not spending too much time on all these foundation things. So what the foundation framework gives you is it's not spectacular, but nobody likes doing it, so we've done it, and developers can just use it. So that's that's the point of it. Excellent. You know, as you say, you know, uh, who better to know how to do some of this stuff than an SAP? And you say, do you want to be doing that all the time? Do you, want, you know, we can we can take some of the pain away for you. So let's talk about OData. So if we talk about the SAP Cloud Platform Mobile Services, how does the SDK help developers consume OData into a mobile, a native iOS mobile app? Right, yeah. So that's another very big block of the SDK and the frameworks that we deliver. All the SAP enterprise systems do expose OData services. So if you want to build enterprise applications consuming data from SAP backend systems, OData is the protocol that you want to, to use. And there is SDK components that help you producing proper OData payload automatically and in and, and, and very convenient way. If you looked at how OData consumption was in the early days when we didn't have the SDK yet around, it was very cumbersome because you had to do a lot of string manipulation and, and figure out which properties to take out of entities and then type, cast it into the right type and all that stuff manually. And then whenever somebody made a change on the backend system, oh my god, you had to do it all again and figure out what broke. So what we added to the SDK is we have a two-s generator that actually connects to a backend system, parses the metadata of the OData system, and generates strongly typed classes for developers to use. So if your OData backend has, for example, customer entities, we create a customer Swift class for you that has name, address, blah, 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 properties, code, and code completion to write code using operating on these entities. And you have a fluent API to create queries, to insert and uh, create and update entities, and all that stuff. And it's really convenient. And when anything changes on the back end, well, it just takes a couple seconds. You regenerate all these classes. And then probably your code doesn't compile anymore when the back end had incompatible <laughs> changes. But that's the way it is. And then you just fix it there, and you're good to go. Hey, we're, not, class, we're not total magicians, really, are we, Andreas? So you know, they, those, that things will happen now and again. <laughs> I heard about it. <laughs> I heard about it. Uh, and, and the way to generate these proxy classes is to either use the assistant, which can generate the stuff for you, or if you are more of a command line type of person, that allows you to do the stuff as well. So you can also include it in build scripts or other stuff automatically to get these classes created. Uh, and the one other bit that I want to mention on, offline, on our data before we go to other topics is uh, we also have support to build offline-enabled applications, also based on our data. Uh, so we actually share a single API for OData consumption, regardless if you want to build online or offline OData applications. But if you instantiate your OData provider to be offline enabled in your mobile application, we then have the mechanisms in place that you can actually, with a couple API calls to manage the lifecycle of your data, download OData to your, to your mobile device that run locally and work on the data locally, update it there and stuff. And then based on other couple API calls, you can then sync it back to the server, and you can flush uh, update, um, not fl flush it back to the server. You can read the updates back into your device, uh, all via Cloud Platform Mobile Services. And then building offline applications from the client's perspective is also quite straightforward.
Excellent. Uh, now I'm I'm come from the old days where you could never guarantee a network, and now even nowadays you really can't guarantee a network. So having that capability of of offline as well is you know to design a, a purely offline app is absolutely fantastic. Now I want to go on to one subject, and I know you're not you're not the expert, but you're going to make sure that I get the expert in future code talks. I want to talk about the Fiora design language for a few minutes. Yeah. Right, so this is like the, the third aspect of the overall SDK is now that we have foundation covered and OData is also the UI aspects of it. So this is the first time that we are shipping a native SDK that also comes with UI controls. Uh, as part of the Apple and SAP partnership, we have, or our designers and Apple designers have worked hard over the last couple of months to define how enterprise apps should look like on iOS. And they have defined counterpart of the Fiori for web design language. So they say, how, how should SAP enterprise apps look for, for on iOS? Mm -hmm. And the outcome of this exercise is that we have this design language documented on the net, on the internet, and we have also implementations of these controls in the SDK as well. And the way we approach this is that first UI kit, uh, a broad set of UI controls, of course, but it does not cover all the controls that you might want to need have when you build enterprise applications. So we took what was not covered by UIKit as UIKit controls in the SDK as well. So if you look at the SEP Fiori framework in the SDK, it'll give you controls to build contact cells or object cells or timeline views, all these things that you might want to have in enterprise applications. And by using these controls as they are in the SDK, we give developers a guarantee that they're building applications that are compliant with the Fiori for iOS design language out of the box and make it very easy for developers to implement that have been designed according to the Fiori design guidelines because then they just have the ready-to-use components in the SDK to build these applications using Interface Builder and Storyboards and all the Xcode capabilities that Apple has in a, in a mix and match of SAP Fiori UI controls and native Apple UI kit. Uh, UI controls. So good stuff there as well. Excellent. As I say, you will make sure that we get the man or the or the woman in the future to talk about this a little bit deeper. So let's let's close our code talk today on the subject of where we get it. The down the download is now available. Uh, for for us on Code Talk, the easiest place is to go to developers.sap.com. There are other places, but guys, you should be checking developers.sap.com and the SAP Cloud Platform. Uh, for um, uh, SDK for iOS landing page. Uh, but Andreas, tell me about, very briefly, uh, in closing, what about the, the license model for this? Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, so the good thing is, the good news, you just go to the places that Ian just mentioned, and uh, you can download it there for free. You get it there, it's ready to use, and you can start playing around with it, exploring the SDK, the documentation, the samples, and the videos, and all the stuff that we're building around it. Uh, so uh, it will cost you absolutely nothing the moment you download it and you want to try it out. Of course, if you want to go in, into productive use and want to use the SDK for productive app enterprise applications, you will need a uh, Cloud Platform Mobile Services uh, license that also use the SDK productively. Uh, but that is, in general, uh, anyway, just as a general remark, adding to the download of the SDK, what you want to do also when you download the SDK is you also want to go to the subcloud platform. You want to subscribe for a trial there. You want to enable mobile services there, which is also free of charge on the, as a trial basis. End-to-end -end free for, for using SDK and cloud services so that you can 
build all your experiences. And then, yeah, once you want to go live, you need a Cloud Platform Mobile Services license. Excellent. We shall make sure that people know where to go for to get more information about that. Andreas, thank you for joining me. I do appreciate that your time has been very scarce over the last year, uh, but you're now free for the next phases, I guess. So we'll have you again uh, on more co-talks in the future. Thank you, Andreas. Looking forward to that, Ian. Thank you.